Hello everybody, and welcome to chapter 12 of The Lost Children. Let's dive on in. I hung up the phone. That was adorable. I looked up and just about fell off the bed as Akira was standing right in front of me. Hi, sorry, I said. No, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to startle you. May I sit? She asked. Sure, I said, scooting over. So, you're my uncle's blood mate, she said, looking at me. Speaking of your uncle, where are he and Hepsu? I asked, looking around. They're checking on the others. Your voice is really calming. And those kids seem to adore you. I smiled at her. Most of those kids don't have parents, so I do my best to be a big sister to them. I told her. That's really sweet of you. Most royals in our times would not have cared. She smiled at me. I just gave her a smile and shrugged. When my parents started leaving me in charge, I made a promise to myself that while my parents abandoned everyone, I never would. So I started slating time for the kids. That is kind of you. I shrugged and stood up. A loud scream made me run out of the tent, Akira right behind me. What is going on? I demanded. I blinked as Hepsu had Ivan around the throat hoisted off of the ground. Hepsu? Honey, put him down. I grabbed his arm, making him whip around, snapping his teeth angrily at me mere inches from my face before blinking and moved back, throwing Ivan away from him, pushing me away from him. He stalked away from me. His anger was making his aura feel like something was attacking mine. The vampires looked ready to attack, and I shook my head as I walked over to him. Kenny grabbed my arm, and I glared at him as I pulled my arm out of his hold. Stay away from me, Hepsu hissed. Come on, honey, I said, taking a hold of his clawed hand, and then he growled, trying to pull away from me. But I wouldn't let go of his hands. I wrapped my chains around his wrist and worked on leading him back to our tent. Come on, honey, let's go, Lady Nalia can handle the deposit and Akira can help everyone settled. Abukar, come on! I looked over at him. He nods. Come on, Hepsu. He walked over to us, lightly touching his other arm. Leave me be! He tried to pull away from us. Honey, are you gonna run away every time you get angry? I asked him. He glared at me, but let us lead him back to our tent. 
I sat him down and curled up next to him, resting my head on his shoulder. What happened, honey? I asked as Abukar sat on the other side of him. Hepsu sighed. You are going to play dirty every time I lose my temper, you two. If we have to, yes, honey. I said, patting his arm. What did Ivan do? Ivan decided he was going to kill Abukar since he's your blood mate. I lost control of my temper, was going to crush his throat and kill him when Moran decided to grab onto me. That was not a smart move. He growled, glaring at me. I had to do something, honey. Ivan is my father's right-hand man. And as much as I agree with you, as he's a threat to our little growing clan, but killing him would only anger my father. Well, I would normally not care about what my father thinks, but while dealing with Ivan, who I swear if he fed him his blood, they would be blood mates, we have to be careful. He is my father's best friend and secret lover on top of being his bodyguard. I sighed, sitting up straight. Maybe we should force your father into feeding him. Hepshu snorts. That would be the day. I snorted and stood up as Ivan walked into the tent. Ivan, get out. You're coming with me. He growled and tried to grab my arm, but Kenny and Lance slammed him into the post. You know the law, Ivan. Unless someone else from the royal family comes and takes her place, she has to stay here. Kenny purred at him as he pulled him away from the post. And you're trying to take her away from both her blood mate and contracted bonded partner. Get off of me, you jackass. What do you think? Father can't do much, I sighed, interrupting him. Unless you're my father's blood mate, the law states my guard can protect me from anyone they think is a threat to me. You're the one that stormed into my tent. You have already pissed off the polinto in the tent. You are stupid for coming in here while he's still pissed at you. Hepsi's aura was back at full force. Kenny, take him away. Have Lady Nahel Nahila put him somewhere until my parents show up. You have no right, Ivan snarled. Ivan, you are a member of the Regan clan. Who is the head of the Regan clan? I pressed him. His eyes widened as I said that. You, he said. I have every right as head of the clan to do as I please. If you cannot behave, there's a pit in the deposit. We could stick you until father and mother get here. I snarl at him. I will behave. He snarls 
as Kenny pulls him out of the tent. Her side and flop back down on the bed. Why does he have to be such an ass? Your father lets him get away with everything, Lance said from the entryway. Lance, you might want to step out, Hepsu growled as his aura pressed into us. Hepsu glared at him. Are you going to hurt? Never, Hepsu growled, cutting him off as his fingers sneak into my hair. Out, Lance. If you're needed, you will know. I sighed, and he stepped out as Hepsu pulled us into his lap. Hepsu, Abakar growled. No. He snarled as he buried his face into his neck as he played with my hair. Relax, both of you. I said softly, leaning into Hepsu, and held Abukar's hand. He sighs and rolls his eyes. Hepsu didn't let us go for over an hour. I just sat there humming softly like I would a child after a nightmare. With a heavy sigh coming from Hepsu, he pulled our hand, pulled his hands out of our hair, and he leaned back. Apologies, Hepsu said. Feel better? I asked him. Yes. All is well, Hepsu. Abukar sighed as he stood up and sat down on the other cot. I can't... No. I didn't move because, well, it was nice to have someone care. My phone rang to the tune of Round Table Rivals. Hey, Alex, what's going on? I asked them. Miranda, guess what, guess what, guess what, Alex said. No idea. What's going on? I asked her. We just got a contract with Hot Topic Books as their first large podcast, Alex tells me excitedly. That is awesome, Alex. I will need more detail when I get back. Send me all the details in an email. And I will go every, over everything soon, I tell them. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. I will get that email sent off to you ASAP, Alex said, hanging up. Wasn't expecting that. I shook my head. Everything okay? They asked. Yes, we set up a side hustle that we are working on to bring in extra money for our project of bringing the lost children home. Oh, I need to call the headmaster, I sighed. I still need to get those transcripts. I threw my hands up before pulling out my phone again and got off of Hepsi's lap and dialed the number for the lead headmaster's office to leave him a message. I was waiting for the message, but I somehow got lucky. This is Director Headmaster Paul, he said in a cold voice. Headmaster Paul, this is Princess Moran. I apologize for calling so late slash early, 
we located a deposit and I need to set up admission for something between 500 and 700 vampires. I rub my eyes. He was dead silent for a minute before groaned. Princess, where are you and them? He asked. Egypt, I said. He sighed and spoke again, but not as cold this time. That explains why you're calling so late. What clan are they from? He asked. I opened and then closed my mouth. I didn't even know. I forgot to ask. Hey, Abukar, Hepsi, what clan do you come from? Mustafa, they said together. I blinked and relayed the answer. A little awestruck. Mustafa. I can hear him cough. The first clan? He gasped. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure there's a... They would fall under the agreement we have about dead clans. Headmaster Paul said. Also, why aren't you in school? He demanded. I tested out and graduated about three years ago, Headmaster. I rubbed my head. Oh, I have another thing to ask you. Could you email me the transcripts for the past three years of graduates? You want them emailed or sent over with Katie, he asked. Email, please. Directly from you or Headmaster Lance. I honestly don't trust anyone my father or mother put into place. Why? he asked. I have a feeling that documents are being messed with from point A to point B when dealing with necromancers and vampires. This is not good, but I will get on that if you can email me a list of name and ages of the vampires from the Mustafa clan so we can get them placed into the right grade and courses. Headmaster Paul sighed. Will do. I will let you know where they're going to be staying as well as the leader happens to be my blood mate, I added. Oh good. I'm glad your father's belief has not moved to you. I hate my father's ideas as well as my mother's. So yeah. Anyways, uh, do you need anything else in that email? I asked him. No. Name, age, and location. We can go from there. Headmaster Paul agreed. Very well, I will send you those files sometime tomorrow. And I will go ahead and have Leo send 
some with Katie, and if there are a difference, I want to know so I can handle it, Headmaster Paul said. Sounds great. Thank you, Headmaster Paul. He hung up and I leaned against the pole as I started typing up that email. What does he want? Pepsi asked. Names, age, and locations. If they're staying here, coming back with us to the capital. I tell them as a while I tell them while I look and typed on my phone. Abacar, what was your name what was your age? Yeah. I'm definitely tongue tied tonight, it seems. Before you were thrown in the pit. 215, he answered. I hummed as Hepsu and Abacar shadowed me to speak to the others. And that, my dear ones, is the end of chapter 11. I hope you enjoyed, and I will see you next time.